Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. WBRN Radio and the Boston Red Network. Our episode, The Trump Tariffs and American Agriculture. We're using two primary sources here, the uh, Omaha Herald, which has a nice little um, digestive, I guess, uh, article uh, on uh, the uh, tariffs and agriculture in in Nebraska and the Nebraska uh, Farm Bureau. So we'll do it first, and then we'll go to uh, some polling and then other news that is out there, including the shutdown that is costing roughly uh, a billion dollars every uh, two weeks. This whole uh, affair should be over $30 billion to the economy. We'll get into that in a minute. There are no firm uh, figures on that, and of course we won't get to them until after the fact. Nonetheless, this is the Omaha Herald on the uh, 4th of uh, December uh, 2018, Real Fair and Accurate, the Omaha Herald, is owned uh, by Berkshire Hathaway, 
the organization uh, basically owned by one uh, Warren Buffett. I'll read Dateline Washington here. Uh, Nebraska farmers have lost upward of a billion dollars in revenue from the ongoing uh, trade uh, conflict. That's according to the Nebraska Farm Bureau. Hits to agriculture from the ongoing uh, tariff wars have uh, been uh, clear for some time, but the new report uses uh, some eye-popping uh, numbers to illustrate the pain. Retaliatory uh, trades make our uh, U.S. products more expensive for international customers, mean, meaning uh, they will buy less or buy from other places. That is from Steve Nelson, the president of the Nebraska Farm Bureau. The report provides a uh, clear picture of how much uh, we have uh, lost due to these tariffs and the need to improve our trade relations. The president, D.J. Trump, continues to uh, taunt the uh, trade uh, impasse, saying in particular that they have uh, benefited American steel interests and rejecting the suggestion that they have contributed to problems uh, for automakers. Now, that is another problem with the program, also the automakers there. The uh, Bureau also uh, did not account for the market uh, facilitation of payments part of a $12 billion government program intended to offset losses of uh, farm revenue as a result of trade disruptions. The uh, first half of those payments expected to uh, equal about $30 million for Nebraska. In trading partners, Canada and Mexico and the EU response to uh, Trump's steel and aluminum, aluminum, however you want to call it, uh, tariffs uh, were on their own of American products, particularly those from the agriculture se uh, sector. The Farm Bureau uh, Board uh, work uh, done in previous Iowa State uh, survey on the impact of those retaliatory uh, tariffs that have uh, the uh, prices of various commodities. The report uses those uh, ranges to uh, produce estimates for uh, overall uh, impact. Soybeans, um, corn, uh, pork all take a significant hit. That's according to an analysis by uh, Jay uh, Rimpey of the uh, Nebraska Farm Bureau senior economist there. The total loss for the Nebraska farm revenue due to the retaliatory tariffs ranged from $695 million to $1.025 billion so far. That was in last year. The roughly 11 to 16% of the export value of Nebraska agriculture, that would have been in 2017, the state of Nebraska total uh, economic losses in the state of Nebraska from retaliatory uh, tariffs uh, climbed uh, between $859 million to $1.2 billion. The $1.2 billion loss in the perspective for every person uh, in the state of Nebraska needs to contribute $632 to cover that volume of loss. The Farm Bureau is urging a series of steps to address the uh, trade situation, the approval of the agreement, uh, with uh, Mexico and Canada would replace NAFTA uh, joining the uh, Trans-Pacific uh, Partnership, not going to happen, and negotiating uh, so-called free trade agreements with Japan, the EU, and uh, dealing uh, with uh, China. Grassley, the incoming uh, chair of the Finance Committee, uh, old man Grassley of Iowa, 
has signaled he's open to legislation aimed at uh, pulling uh, back on the tariffs, but uh, so far it has not happened. That is from the Omaha Hell in uh, 19, uh, excuse me, in 2018. Let me just uh, refresh our page here uh, and make sure that we have the latest uh, from of them. Um, Okay, this is uh, the full report, a path to uh, trade retaliation. I think this is the same report uh, that we've had. Yeah, it is. Okay. This is the U.S. ongoing uh, trade dispute with several uh, trading partners has been and continues to be a contributing factor to agriculture's deteriorating financial conditions. Retaliatory tariffs imposed by other countries on U.S. agriculture exports have, uh, in part, caused a significant price decline for many uh, agricultural commodities in 2018. It's important to note that Nebraska's beef sector, we haven't talked about that, has largely escaped the negative impact as uh, countries imposing retaliatory tariffs on U.S. commodities have not included major uh, beef customers as uh, South Korea and Japan. In uh, contrast, total beef exports are uh, projected to be $8 billion. That was in uh, 2018, exceeding a record of 7.25 in uh, 17. It's fueled by tremendous growth in markets in in South Korea and on the uh, renegade uh, province of Taiwan. We'll get to that in a minute here. So they grow up in uh, Japan. I guess they're eating more beef in Japan, less this uh, pork. Territory tariffs in Nebraska's top export markets uh, in uh, Canada, the U.S., uh, uh, Canada, um, China, the EU, retaliatory is in place there. Japan is not part of it. And the uh, methodology here in uh, September of 2018 the Center for Agriculture and Rural uh, Development at Iowa State University published an analysis of the impact of uh, trade disruptions on the Iowa economy as part of the examination of the impact and decline in farm-level uh, receipts uh, due to uh, tariffs. CAR, as it's called, the analysis examined the impact of retaliatory uh, tariffs on corn, soybeans, and hogs to the uh, Nebraska economy also. So we Basically, doing uh, two things here. Uh, the uh, card study found retaliatory uh, tariffs reduced the price of corn uh, by uh, four to six percent, soybeans from ten to sixteen point two five percent, and hogs by eleven point five to twelve percent. We'll call it twelve percent. And these are just uh, some of the findings here. And looking at the uh, study, um, the impact of steel and uh, aluminum aluminum uh, tariffs, as from the Department of Agriculture, uh, Department of uh, Commerce, excuse me, uh, following the implementation of tariffs, six of the uh, U.S. closest allies and trading partners initiated retaliatory uh, measures, and they list here Canada, China, the EU, Mexico, uh, Turkey. That's on cars and tobacco. 
and Indio on almonds, apples, and uh, metals. Hmm. Had not heard about this before, but I suppose if you search, you'll uh, find things. The summary here is, uh, as the world population grows and incomes rises, more demand for food and uh, Nebraska agriculture products is increasing. Retaliatory tariffs by U.S. Uh, trading partners in, in uh, 2018 are estimated to have lowered the levels of revenue a range of uh, $700 million to a billion dollars. That's quite a bit of money there. And also Nebraska economy, uh, roughly uh, $859 million to a billion dollars in a lost income in between uh, 4,000 and 6,000 jobs. The first time we've heard the word uh, jobs uh, mentioned. Now, uh, this is Nebraska uh, Farm Bureau. Uh, Nebraska was the fifth largest agricultural exporting state in uh, 2016, exporting $6.6 billion in agricultural uh, products. The amount of dollar trade in agriculture is uh, putting into uh, producers' uh, pockets. It can be measured in one way. one way to affect... Uh, Export value uh, per unit of basis per unit basis of value of a commodity export in terms uh, similar to uh, prices received by farmers and ranchers. And this is some of the ways they're doing it. We won't go into this, but um, edging down here in the tables, Pratt County uh, edge. Uh, Edges out another county here. We won't get into all these. Over $148 million uh, of uh, value occurred uh, to uh, Pratt County. That would be in Nebraska. And uh, $141 million accrued to uh, Cunning County. These are agricultural counties in Nebraska. And various values of total exports in the Nebraska uh, counties. Uh, Luckily, we don't have as many counties as Mississippi. Anyway, these agriculture exports are a very, very important conclusion. was the fifth largest Nebraska uh, exporter in uh, exporting state in uh, 2016, exporting $6.6 billion of agricultural uh, goods. And you can see this has really hurt the Nebraska uh, economy when we look at the Beige Book. That is uh, from uh, the uh, Internal Revenue Service. And Newsweek here, they had a very similar thing out in December, all on the uh, Nebraska economy and how it has hurt uh, Nebraska. Uh, so quite a bit of lossage there in Nebraska. That is the uh, agricultural uh, part of it. Uh, let me just check something here. This is Iowa farmers. Uh, okay, Iowa farmers. Uh, two point or two billion a loss uh, could uh, ripple through the uh, state's economy. There. This is from the uh, Des Moines Register on the in September. Anyway, Iowa farmers uh, could lose up to $2.2 billion 
here a new uh, survey from the uh, Iowa State University digs into the impact of uh, tariffs on uh, exports in Iowa. <clears throat> now here's some of the projected impacts. The uh, possible cuts to the Iowa uh, sales tax receipts, the first time we've talked about this in Iowa to reduce income to Iowa farmers. Uh, Iowa growers expected to get uh, $550 million in the first round of direct. Now, this is Iowa. Um, U.S. farmers expect to get uh, $4.7 million assistance from the $12 million package that D.J. Trump has put out here for his subsidies. Kind of goes in line uh, with the uh, smorgasbord effects of the Iowa, uh, excuse me, of the uh, government shutdown. The report impact on labor uh, reduced Iowa uh, spending. This is farmer spending. That spending supports about 10,000 jobs across multiple industries and factors in uh, federal assistance is in Iowa, 364 million for the minimum loss to Iowa manufacturing given the higher cost for uh, steel, uh, aluminum, aluminum, electronics, and other uh, products used. The companies pay higher prices. Because of these tariffs, the biggest uh, tariff uh, winner, Iowa Aluminum and Steel Producers, are subject to a $215 million boost given the price of their products. The pork producers are likely will be the biggest losers. They will lose $911 billion. Soybean growers, growers could lose up to $520 million. Corn growers are $337 million. The dairy people, $20 million. Not a lot of dairy, evidently, farmers in, in Iowa. Tariffs, of course, Iowa ethanol producers, very important here, $105 million. That study shows that Iowa is uh, the, next, uh, the uh, nation's second largest ag exporter after California. What we don't understand it. California has a thriving agricultural economy there, exporting a close to $11 billion. In uh, 2016, the report shows Iowa leads the nation in corn, soybeans, and uh, pork. As uh, the nation, uh, Iowa leads uh, export partners in uh, Canada, uh, China, uh, Mexico, and the European Union and Japan. Top Credit Talks lead uh, to tit for tat. And they have been into a lot of tit uh, for tat. Uh, let me just see if. Uh, ah, yeah, we finally found the Iowa State University. This is Carr. Um, the date on this uh, was uh, September. In the analysis using historic trade patterns and revenue linkage, etc. Overall losses to Iowa gross uh, state products are calculated to be between one and two billion dollars. Overall loss to Iowa soybean industry, <coughs> excuse me, 159 uh, to 891 million dollars. An average loss on all models of 545 million soybeans at uh, 5.2 billion uh, or 5.2 billion dollar industry in Iowa. Overall losses to Iowa industries, uh, corn industry, 90. Uh, to uh, 579 million dollars, not peanuts. Overall loss to the pork hog industry. We get pork bellies here. Uh, 558 uh, to uh, 995 million. You heard a little bit of this in uh, the uh, Nebraska report because they use some of these same uh, figures.
Now, uh, let's see what else. Additional uh, loss uh, labor income across the state. Labor income declined from inputs to corn, soybeans, and hogs. Range from 366 to 484 million without the federal offsets. The Iowa tax revenue or losses, personal income tax, sales tax range from 111 to 146 million dollars. The federal offset would uh, reduce tax losses anywhere from uh, 75 to 111 million. So it's not a break-even uh, point there. Let me just uh, figure out what we're going to attach. We probably will attach the card uh, survey here. Is uh, coming, maybe. It will get here, and we will attach it. This is a PDF. The impact of the trade dispute. This was in uh, September, and this is from the Iowa State University doctor. Uh, Birelli, uh, Dr. Hart, these are economists at the Iowa State University. Dr. Hayes, uh, Dr. Lee, Lee, and Dr. Swartz, Dr. Swenson, and uh, Woodong Z, another professor of economics at the Iowa State University. This is published by the Center for Agriculture and Rural Development. That study was uh, referred to the executive summary here. In analysis, we look at historic trading patterns, trading patterns excuse me, revenue linkage, and recent uh, futures market. We hadn't heard the word futures here. Uh, we use uh, two distant uh, modeling techniques. Each technique, we look at two different assumptions. First, we use a partial equilibrium model approach that uh, we do not directly consider linkage among markets and industries across the state of Iowa, and this approach to assumptions about price changes are invoked. We didn't want to get into too much of this, but observations in the future market. Incidentally, we're doing this uh, with the uh, this part with our uh, numbers man unit, which is our macroeconomics unit, and this will uh, part of this part will appear in uh, this week in economics. Overall losses, uh, gross losses. Iowa State gross uh, product loss are calculated between one and two billion dollars to soybeans. I think we've mentioned these uh, before, and ethanol a two percent drop there. And we'll just append this report uh, because the report, what we are trying to be as. Uh, as statistical as uh, we possibly uh, can be or here. So we basically what we've done, we've looked at agriculture from uh, two different states, the state of Nebraska. Now, very red state, Nebraska, uh, voted for D.J. Trump in great numbers. And the state of Iowa, which is a mixed state, uh, the known white supremacist king comes from Iowa. And... Uh, Iowa sort of uh, split some of their congressional uh, delegation. The governor there was reelected by a very uh, small uh, uh, percentage point. Now, Iowa's also the Iowa caucuses. That will be uh, coming up here uh, shortly. Let me just uh,
from Michigan State University. This is Edgar. Edgar used to be the governor, incidentally, of Michigan. He's resigning as president of Michigan State, a new governor in the state of Michigan there. Uh, he's evidently cleaning house, uh, period. As Michigan State agreed uh, to a $500 billion settlement with 332 women and girls. This is over this uh, Dr. Nazar there. The uh, board has five Democrats, two Republicans, uh, and an appointee who was named uh, last month by then-Governor uh, Snyder, Gateway Snyder. Um, the board uh, makeup becomes more Democratic in uh, November, uh, became more Democratic. The governor there, Gretchen Whitmire, she's a graduate of the Iowa State University. I thought we'd throw that one in very, very uh, quickly there. And uh, let's move on as we hop around here as quickly as uh, we can. And we won't do Medicare uh, work uh, requirements. We usually always have more than uh, what we could have. The uh, 500,000 workers were recalled on the shutdown. Uh, costs hit a uh, billion dollars a week. This is uh, from uh, various sources in the uh, people's world. The Center for American Progress uh, puts the overall cost to the economy of the shutdown at uh, $2 billion each week, uh, figuring the uh, cost of 800,000 uh, workers. Uh, the cabinet uh, departments, agriculture, commerce, housing, interior, justice, and transportation, plus other agencies, notably the Environmental Protection Agency, are all shut down, literally. And let's see. Uh, food and safety inspections here. A typical unpaid uh, worker has missed a paycheck totaling about uh, $5,000. The average, uh, the uh, range for the average uh, pay of uh, $12,500. That's the, ex at the uh, Security and Exchange Commission. They are paid every two weeks. So roughly, uh, what, uh, the arithmetic here, we went by too fast. Um, anyway, uh, that's... Uh, Two thousand and fifty uh, uh, per week. Now that's the average one. Some workers obviously make uh, much less than that. Contract workers more. So we sort of get somewhat of an idea of what is going on here. We don't have any firm numbers. Uh, this is uh, financial and uh, the Department of Agriculture includes uh, food safety workers. Uh, Four thousand, and this is the. Uh, the Center for American Progress is where these figures evidently have uh, come from. You, uh, while we are just uh, here, uh, Woody Guffrey, uh, his uh, song, and uh, you heard it as we came in here. Um, and in his song, uh, let's see, uh, we get the, uh, uh, as old man trumpeting, we played this before. That's uh, Fred C. Trump, the father of the infamous J.D. Trump, uh, D.J. Trump, that is uh, now occupying the White House. Uh, some of this song was uh, on cover here. 
evidently uh, Woody Guffrey in, in uh, 1950 signed a lease in the uh, Beach Haven apartment complex that was in, was in Queens, was it not? I think so. It was uh, lamenting the uh, lamenting lamenting the bigotry that prevailed in this new lily white neighborhood. He wrote uh, words like, "I support uh, old man Trump." I suppose old man Trump knows just how much uh, racial hate he stirred up in the uh, blood sport of human hearts when he uh, drawed uh, that color line here at this 1800 uh, family project. And this is a song I ain't got uh, no home. And he put this in, uh, Beach Haven ain't my home. I just uh, can't pay uh, this rent, my money down the drain. My soul is badly bent. Beach Haven looks like uh, heaven when uh, no black ones uh, come to Rome. No, 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 no. Old man Trump, old Beach Haven ain't my home. Woody died in... uh, 1967, and these papers come from his uh, museum uh, out in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the very red state of uh, Oklahoma. This is in the New York Times, incidentally. Um, daily, uh, let's see here, uh, a recent date, uh, no doubt about that, uh, 2 p.m., I think it was today we found this. Well, we just throw it in as we move along here to the L.A. teacher strike uh the is now includes uh, teachers at uh, L.A. Uh, charter schools, uh, two uh, first in California. Teachers at three charter schools in the South Los Angeles walked off the job, making it the first time ever that a charter school organization in California went on strikes, according to the Teachers Union. The strike joins uh, thousands of other uh, educators in Los Angeles. The strike against a unified uh, district there. Union representatives for teachers at Accelerated Schools and said uh, more than a year and a half of negotiations are there. They were waving signs outside of Accelerate's campus on uh, Martin Luther King um, Boulevard. Founded by two former uh, unified uh, teachers, these three Accelerated schools served 1,700 uh, students kindergarten through uh, 12th grade. Accelerated co-founder uh, Jonathan Williams said in a statement that Accelerated Schools is disheartened that the uh, United uh, Teachers of Los Angeles leadership called for a strike, putting our students and families in a well. Forget that. Um, let's see. Uh, nonetheless, they are on strike. Uh, and... Teachers are not uh, widgets. Uh, students are not test scores. And this is uh, time and time again we've heard about that. Randy uh, Wilgarton is president of the American Federation of Teachers, joined the pickets. She's been around a very long time. She said charter school management has turned uh, the uh, charter system on its end and has made it ideologically against uh, teachers. We have, at this mic, have opposed uh, charter schools uh, in uh, 98% of the instances, the same situation as uh, the National Action Center under the national leader, uh, Dr. L. Sharpton. The problem here is that when you get into charter schools now, it's kind of an interesting situation. In some school districts, 
charter schools uh, are funded actually by the school districts themselves, but they do have some type of independence. But in general, they are uh, set up as a counter post, sort of like what happened with uh, the uh, Hamas on the west bank of uh, of Gaza, uh, of the people in Gaza there against the uh, PLO, if we make an illustration there, although the Zionists didn't set up the charter schools. The Union uh, is out in Los Angeles. This is from Los Angeles time on the 16th. Um, students and return to the bargaining table uh, on uh, Thursday at the City Hall. That's Eric Garcetti. Garcetti excuse me. He is uh, the uh, mayor of Los Angeles bargaining table, which could be a four-weekend negotiation leading up to uh, Monday. That will be uh, Dr. King's birthday. We'll have a special programming on Sunday on uh, Dr. King, because Monday we had the Monday morning uh, quarterback. Now, let us move along here as we clear up a few little things here that have, as they say, being uh, set on the uh, table. We'll have a special program, incidentally, on Harry Reid. We talked about Harry Reid uh, once before. He's evidently suffering uh, now from uh, patri- uh, patriotic uh, cancer. That is uh, a very uh, nasty uh, situation there with Harry Reid. Now... <clears throat> From the uh, Kentucky Center for Economic Policy, because agriculture and food are together, part of the SNAP program that's out of the uh, Department of Agriculture. More than uh, 10,000 Kentuckians have lost food assistance in recent months as a result of state decision to uh, expire uh, limited uh, time waivers from the uh, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program at SNAP, a new... uh, Report from the center. We'll have more on this on report the various to food security and economic security on all sides of the situation that the state helped create. That's from a senior policy analyst. Analyst, excuse me, <coughs> Dr. Ashley Spalling said we have made it harder for people to keep food assistance while giving lip service to. SNAP uh, as an alternate for those who uh, struggle to overcome uh, the time limits. So they've got time limits. Many states have went into these time limits. But this coincides with the hardships caused by the uh, Trump tariffs on farmers and uh, local farm economies. We haven't talked about this in both Nebraska and Iowa because many of all these farmers are in uh, very uh, small uh, rural communities. And that... uh, the money that's taken out of there causes uh, more um, hardships. There are not enough uh, su- uh, supports to address the barriers many face to participating in the ENT. For example, participants receive a uh, maximum of just $25 a month for transportation while they are anyways at the, in these programs. It's not very much at all. It's like federal workers are now uh, forced to go to work, and how are they paying for transportation, no one knows. They are probably on food stamps, literally, because if they live in Washington, D.C. in particular. Several changes uh, in Kentucky are underway in uh, 2019, will lead uh, to increased uh, participation and better employment outcomes for some low and 
come. A Kentuckians, however, the proposed changes are inadequate to stem the tie of losing food assistance. And we'll have more on this uh, probably on uh, the uh, weekend. We'll get this information out uh, to you. Let's go quickly to the Washington Post here as we try to correlate the uh, impacts of the Trump tariffs on the farm economy in uh, Nebraska and also in Iowa with uh, the tariffs, uh, the cuts for food assistance excuse me, in uh, Kentucky and various other states. Iowa's also done this. Indiana has done it also. Uh, we'll we'll put this one in because the next time we will visit you, uh, we'll uh, be uh, in that we are on uh, Thursday the 17th, will be for Friday Jobber. The Women's March is this weekend, and just briefly, will, will Jewish women attend the Women's March uh, is the big story here. The uh, When it first uh, made its debut, we covered it, and we used... Uh, for Friday Java, the uh, song sung by Madonna there as a protest against uh, DJ Trump. That was in uh, 2017 when he was sworn in. Uh, now, uh, as the uh, rally will uh, return to uh, Washington, D.C. And this is back uh, to uh, Miss uh, Malloy there and the uh, Nation of Islam's uh, National leader, one Louis Farrakhan, and a close association there. She had been associated, that is, uh, Monika, uh, with the uh, Nation of Islam since her uh, son was killed. Some say that it should motivate uh, Jewish women to be uh, present there. We seek uh, more common ground. That is from a 65-year-old a federal uh, retiree. I guess she's a fortunate there named uh, Laura Sonic. This is uh, Malika Mari uh, there, uh, attendance at the Nation of Islam. But that's something she's been going uh, forever. Uh, I say forever, probably most of her life. The uh, Jewish Relations Council of Greater Washington said it would not endorse the uh, march or encourage Jewish women and their allies to attend, but the council welcomed Jewish women to attend independent local marches in places like Baltimore, Annapolis, and uh, Philadelphia. So a mixed scheme there. Uh, Nancy Kaufman, she's Chief Executive of the National Council of Jewish Women, a sponsor of the 2017 March. Uh, well, anyway, what Kaufman had to say and what Kaufman doesn't have to say, we don't know. It's unclear how many people the Women's March and District will draw this year. In, in application, uh, the uh, they estimated uh, more than a half million people about the same as in 2017. These marches uh, rarely uh, get the second time around. 
uh, our uh, friend here, Linda Sensur, one of the organizers in March, said the uh, leaders re rejected Iman uh, uh, Farrakhan uh, in his uh, statements. But uh, Lesur, she's Palestinian, incidentally, declined to specifically reject uh, Minister Farrakhan. Uh, uh, Mallory, that's called Malloy. Mallory has uh, said the Nation of Islam came to her aid after the death of her son 17 years ago. Um, and they were very instrumental in protecting her and guiding her and, and relying upon her for from them for financial support. Now, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.